Welcome to the True Wealth Investors Podcast, a show all about real estate investing to help increase your income, lifestyle, and impact. All right. So today I'm talking about takeaways from a recent real estate investing conference that I went to. So I actually just got back a couple of days ago from Cancun, where we had to go down for the business. You know, sometimes you just got to do those difficult things for your business. So uh, my wife and I went to a, an investor conference there. We had meetings for a few days, had a couple of days off before returning home. And it was very insightful uh, things from the conference, as well as just great conversations with other active real estate investors. So I wanted to share with you just three key takeaways from that conference. All right, number one. Number one was the importance of setting benchmarks. And so really, this is a personal thing. Each of us needs for our business to set what our benchmarks are. And um, so the, the person speaking, some of his benchmarks were that he should fill a vacancy in three days or that he aims for the rent on his unit to be 10% higher than market rent. These are all different than how I run my business. These were just his. He expects to be 100% full all the time. And so those were some of his benchmarks. Other people in the room had different benchmarks. They, you know, they tried to list their uh, market rent or their the rent for their unit lower than market rent, figuring that 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 would give them a tenancy that's longer than their average tenant currently. So there are multiple strategies to use, but the key is that you, that we each have objective benchmarks to strive for, and so. Previously, I had always said I wanted a unit filled within 30 days. So that gave me some time to work on the unit, market the unit, get the deposit, and have time for them to move in. I'm thinking I really need to up my game in that and list units before they become vacant and possibly even do some work on the units before they're vacant. Um, but one benchmark that I've always had is to receive 100% of rents so that I have no vacancy or loss. And historically, when I figure my taxes, that has been true. We have hit that benchmark. Now, kind of the key to that is, right, I just said that when I have a vacancy, it's 30 days is what I assume that unit will be empty. So automatically I'm going to lose 30 days worth of rent. So how do I collect 100% of rents while having some units vacant? And the key for that is that I have other income streams. So we have pet rent, we have pet registration fees, we have late fees, we have three-day notice fees. We have um, just additional sources of income, all right? So maybe we lose $900 on a unit that's vacant for that month, but in that month, 
we're going to have over $900 in one of those other sources of income. So that for that year, I will receive or have historically received more than 100% of rents month in, month out. So that's always been a benchmark that I have used, but I really need more benchmarks. So it's a good idea. My one big takeaway from this conference was it's a good idea to take time and really figure out what are the key benchmarks you want to have for your business. And if you are big enough to have staff and other people involved, make sure you share those with others, right? Our contractors or assistants or property managers, whoever need to know what benchmarks we're looking for. How quickly do we need to have units rented? Um, what is acceptable and what's not? All right, number two key takeaway. Spent a lot of time at the conference just visiting, getting to know other investors. And I would consider um, the investors that I met there are very successful. Uh, many of them had 100 to 300 units. They'd been investing for a long time. Money wasn't a concern. They were there not trying to survive as real estate investors, but trying to get better and improve their systems that were already working. And one thing that I found very encouraging was that of all the people I talked to, nobody had this magic sauce, this secret sauce that made them successful. Nobody was unbelievably brilliant or came from just the right family, right? There was no reason that they were more successful than the average person on the street. But in talking to them and getting their story, it was really a matter of fact that they just continually worked at their business. They continually studied tried to learn new things and get better. And their businesses just continually grew. You know, they had some spurts, depending on the market where they grew faster than others. But it was just a matter of continually getting better over the years. And so for us, striving to do that, you know, we shouldn't expect or feel like a failure if we don't have overnight success or success in a year or whatever artificial number we've put on it. Um, we should have yearly goals that we're striving towards, knowing that when we hit those, we will get to our ultimate goals and we will be a success. All right. For most people, if you own rentals or you own real estate now, if you are an active investor, you are already a success in the world's eyes. So just keep working at it, keep building your network, keep learning new skills and uh, keep growing your business. You will get where you wanna be. All right, and takeaway number three. Takeaway number three was there was some discussion about how this year there were some struggles due to COVID. And all of the issues that came uh, with COVID, whatever your thoughts are on COVID, obviously a large portion of the country was immediately unemployed and uh, many people's income was disrupted. And there were new issues to deal with and how to show properties. There were new issues to uh, deal with as far as evictions, if people didn't pay their rent, what, you know, regarding the moratoriums on evictions, Anyway, there were a lot of new things this year, 
this last year, 2020. And there will be new things going forward. Being in 2021, this is not over suddenly today. And I'm really not sure it'll be over in 2021. I think the new normal is going to include a lot of this stuff for a long time. So the general consensus of the group, which I loved, I love when you are in certain groups and you can really relate to them. The consensus among the group was essentially viewing it like we're in a sailboat and the wind is blowing a certain direction, right? We can either, the wind the last year, maybe it was a terrible wind. Maybe it was exactly opposite the direction we wanna go. But we can either complain about that wind, complain about how we can't get where we wanna go because the wind's in our face, the wind's the wrong direction, the wind's too cold, too gusty, whatever. We can complain about the wind or we can change the set of our sails. And no matter what wind is coming up in 2021, no matter what obstacles we're gonna face, no matter what changes occur, I encourage you, don't complain about them. Just realize that that's the way the wind is blowing. Change the set of your sails so that you get where you wanna be. You can accomplish all the goals you want in 2021 regardless of what happens, what direction the wind's blowing, all right? Just commit to it yourself, then no matter what direction is blowing, you will change the set of your sails and get where you want to go. All right, hope that helps. Keep building your dream life one door at a time. Thanks for listening to the True Wealth Investors podcast. Visit us at truewealthinvestors.com to find archived episodes with show notes and links mentioned in each episode. Be sure to click the subscribe button today and leave us a quick review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to share how the show is helping you along your real estate investing journey.